Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Blessings. This is episode number 210 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title of this episode is Should Saints Expect Smooth Sailing? Part 4. This month I have been teaching on the falsehood of there being no opposition when setting out to do God's will. Does opposition mean that God's hand of blessing is not upon your mission? Should everything be smooth sailing? Is this doctrinally correct? We have covered in part one, and I would encourage you to go back to previous weeks so that you can hear the entire message. In part one, we looked at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 to 19, where we should expect opposition and not be surprised by it. And then in part two, we looked at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3, where It tells us to consider or learn from Jesus that as he endured such opposition from sinful men, so it's going to happen to us too. But when it does, that we're not to grow weary or to lose heart. And then in part three last week, we looked at how we should be alert and persevere regardless of how much opposition comes against us. Our focus needs to be on God and what he's doing, and seeking him above all things so that we can find strength in spite of the opposition. And then part four today, in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 12, in the New King James Version, it says, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Now do you see that? Not those that are living evil or demonically, but those who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will, not might, suffer persecution. Again, I want to encourage you, go back and listen to some of the other lessons because these podcasts are short and you're not going to get the whole thought with just one podcast. That's why we stay on one topic for the whole month. But I have provided many examples of how the godly do suffer persecution or meet with opposition and that it's not always smooth sailing. And I even included examples from our wonderful Lord and Savior and the way in which he was persecuted or met opposition. I don't want you to be discouraged just because we're going to follow in his footsteps because by him leading the way and leading the path, He knows exactly what we need, when we need it, and how to minister to each one of us so that we can be victorious. And that's awesome. All right, let's look at Paul, who was a mighty servant of the Lord, walking in God's will, but he too 
faced much opposition. He would tell you personally that everything is not smooth sailing in ministry. But he would also tell you that it was through the opposition and the trials that he learned who God was and developed a close relationship with him as a result. And really, that's what we find in the book of Job as well near the end. Even though Job had lost so much, we find out that Job says, Now I see you, or now I know you. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 8 and 9 in the NIV says, But I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost, because a great door of effective work has opened to me, and there are many who oppose me. Paul was able to see that a wide door for effective work could exist at the same time and in the midst of opposition. See what he says? Because a great door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many who oppose me. Do you understand what God has penned in his word so we would not get discouraged by opposition? He wrote here how Paul does not see opposition in the work of ministry as a sign from the Lord that his work is not blessed or finished or not of the Lord. But really, just the opposite is true for him. Paul sees opposition as properly existing alongside of this wide open door of ministry. I hope by now you too have thrown out the false belief that ministry should be smooth sailing or without opposition, and that when you face opposition, then you're doing something against God. I believe this lie is a tool of Satan to cause many of God's children to become defeated and to quit or walk away from the call on their life. So please, if God has been speaking to you through the podcast this month, please hear his voice and obey. The opposition is not a sign of his desertion of you or your ministry. It could very well be a sign that you're right in the center of his will, and you're driving Satan crazy because everything that he's throwing at you is not causing you to quit. He has thrown the kitchen sink at you, but you won't quit on your marriage. You won't quit on your ministry. You won't quit on reaching out to your children. You won't quit on reaching the loss. You won't quit on and on and on. You know what God is saying to you right now. I don't need to say it. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 33. Are they servants of Christ? I know I sound like a madman. But I have served him far more. This is Paul speaking again. I have worked harder, been put in prison more often, been whipped times without number, and have faced death again and again. Now this is Paul, and he's talking about a lot of the opposition, the trials and the adversity that he has faced in doing ministry. Yet this was a mighty servant of God. All right, I'm going to pick up with verse 24. Five different times the Jewish leaders gave me 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Once I spent a whole night and a day adrift at sea. I have traveled on many long journeys. I have faced dangers from rivers and from robbers. 
I have faced danger from my own people, the Jews, as well as from the Gentiles. I have faced dangers in the cities, in the deserts, on the seas. And I have faced danger from men who claim to be believers but are not. I have worked hard and long, enduring many sleepless nights. I have been hungry and thirsty and have often gone without food. I have shivered in the cold without enough clothing to keep me warm. Then besides all this, I have the daily burden of my concern for all the churches who is weak without my feeling that weakness, who is led astray and I do not burn with anger. If I must boast, I would rather boast about the things that show how weak I am. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is worthy of eternal praise, knows I am not lying. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas kept guards at the city gates to catch me. I had to be lowered in a basket through a window in the city wall to escape him. Now, I'm going to stop right there because I think that's enough. I mean, really, I don't think any of us have been through what Paul has been through. And yet, he always talks about God the Father and his Lord Jesus Christ with praise and thanksgiving. And why? Because really, over and over again, as we go through things, we see how faithful God is in delivering us, helping us to see the weaknesses within ourselves, helping us to draw closer to Him, and helping us to know that His love and His grace and His mercy for us is unfailing. If you're a new babe in Christ, because I'm thinking about you right now, if you're a new babe in Christ and this frightens you because maybe you've just begun to serve or maybe you're thinking about stepping out for our Lord, don't let this frighten you. You're going to find in life that no matter what you face, God will always be there to help you. You just have to seek him in the midst of what you're experiencing because he has promised to never, and I mean never leave you nor forsake you. Let's look at Acts chapter 20, verse 23 to 24 in the NIV. I only know that in every city, this is Paul again, the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. God's Spirit abides in you, and if you have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He will strengthen you and lead you according to God's grace. If you take time to read the book of Nehemiah, you will find that he too had much opposition when he went back home to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. Nehemiah fasted and he prayed. He sought wisdom from God. He sought help when he needed it. He surrounded himself with others who were committed to the mission and were willing to sacrifice in working for the Lord. He kept his focus on the Lord and he continued to do the work regardless of the psychological or other attacks that came from others and that were pouncing upon him. Please know this, 
Satan will always concentrate all his forces against the work of God. And so if you're doing the work of God, don't be surprised when opposition comes. In closing, I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5 to 10. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. But we had this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. Please know that no matter how much opposition comes up against us or the hardships that we face, the Lord is with us and will provide the victory as long as we abide in him. All right. Well, Lord willing, I'll see you next week. And smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMForJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.